It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Earn, man. What's up, boss? How you doing? What's going on, man? Happy New Year. Okay. You beat me to it. Yeah. I was going to tell yeah, you I Happy knew it. New That's Year. That's I, that was the first thing I had to say. Yeah, man. Happy New Year to, to everybody in the room, the team. Yes, sir. Um, as well as the listeners. Uh, shout out to you guys. For the first time, listeners, if you're tuning in, as I stated, this is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements, the hustlers, the shakers, right? Yes, sir. Um, those who are breaking down barriers, taking up space, um, and not just for all of us here, but for who? Everybody else. All right? Yeah. Coming, coming from behind. <laughs> coming from behind. <laughs> the next generation, man. And um, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the family, man. We definitely appreciate you guys. Um, on the topic of the new year, uh, I'm just feeling good. This is the first episode of 2023, um, and I'm just... I'm. I'm 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 thinking of uh how to come into this new year and I'm thinking high 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 frequency. That's all that's all I've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. Higher frequencies, right? You with me on that? Yeah. Right? Yes, sir. So for this year, for those of you listening, those viewing, we're just gonna be on high frequencies. We're gonna make sure the frequencies are up and stuck, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna make sure they're uh elevated and embedded. Yes, sir. Right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna make sure they're rising and non compromising, <laughs> right? Yes, sir. Right? Yeah. I keep going. Come on. I'll pass the collection play. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm feeling good, though, man. It's a pleasure to have have you guys tuning in. Um, and, yeah, man, you know, um, like I stated, the, the, the purpose of the platform is to provide and amplify the voices and the stories of those who are taking up space, right? And super excited and honored for, for today's guest. Um, I would say he's, he's definitely a brother who, whose journey has been one that displays uh, what happens when you merge your passion Um and create a vision to to create your own soundtrack to your own life, right? Yeah. Right? You like what I did there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's coming with it. Definitely. Uh, he's definitely a true culture cultivator who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up. Um, a little more insight on the brother. Um, he's an accomplished DJ, curator, um, creative director whose work has touched and dominated dance floors, um, you know, at some of the top clubs and venues across the country. Um, and through his vision... You know, he's truly been able to energize um, music lovers and fans everywhere from major sporting events uh, to parties to even the airwaves on platforms such as iHeartRadio as well as SiriusXM. Um, currently, he holds the position as the official DJ and music coordinator for the MLS's Seattle Sounders, the home team for us, right? Come on. Um, you know, the list goes on. He's been able to, he's had the pleasure of being able to work with artists such as Diplo, Exhibit, Cardi B, Sierra, Kalani, just to name a few. Um, in addition to that, he's also had a strong commercial portfolio where he's been able to work with brands such as Amazon, NFL, the Adidas. Um, and, and, and I'm listing these things because at the root of it all, it all comes back to the journey, right? Yeah. And And I wanted to make it clear that that is the purpose of why he's here today, because we are super excited to learn more about the journey he's been on and continuously building on. So without further ado, let's just get straight to him, man. Our guest is none other than the good brother himself, DJ Karma. Can we get around? Yeah. Come on. Give it up. Give it up, brother. 
I almost gave myself a round of applause. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do that, though. Yeah, but man. Now, I was sitting there listening to that introduction. I started smiling because uh, I think sometimes as humans or even creatives sometimes, um, obviously, we've heard of the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. But you can be uncomfortable with your accomplishments mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and your journey because you do know there's people that will never see the daylight of any of those things. Mm-hmm. Or they don't even know that they exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was once that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was able to go on a journey. It's still going on a journey yeah. where I'm able to see um, and achieve and, and be in different rooms and have different opportunities. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just hearing that intro, I was like, you yeah. know, I've actually done some things. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Yeah. My sister, she says something. Um, it's funny, like with siblings, you you sometimes get an opportunity to hear what how they speak of you yeah mm-hmm. when you're not there mm-hmm. um and she actually kind of gave me some insight to what she does say about me which i, I mean i always feel like she says yeah. positive things yeah. for the most part yeah um not for the most part but she says b- positive things yeah. um and so i just remember uh some point last year we were having a conversation and um she was just like you know i was talking to somebody and uh i was just telling them how you know, I'm just proud of my brother because of, you know, what he's been able to accomplish as, like, you know, African-American male mm-hmm. DJ mm-hmm. in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, and just in general, because, it's, you know, it's easy to be put in a box. Yeah, definitely. If you look a certain way mm-hmm. or any people, don't even, they don't even need to know you. Yeah. They just be like, oh, you're yeah. black. Your hip hop, yeah, you know what I mean. They're gonna put you in it, yep. yeah, yeah. And I, you know, she was just saying, like, she was just proud of me for the things that I've ac- I've accomplished and the types of brands that I've been able to work with, mm-hmm. um, the type of talent and um, just different, uh, whether it's like celebrities or athletes that I've been able to DJ for, or mm-hmm. just be in the same room as mm-hmm. um, on an event. Um, and that was just, uh, it was nice hearing that because, yeah. you know, when you're going through the journey, sometimes you're just like, I know I want to be the best. And the people that I look up to, I see, I see what they do. And mm-hmm. so I want to do that. Yeah. Um, and so you just don't even realize, oh, I'm doing this event and or I'm doing this show and I'm on stage and there's 11,000 people in the arena. Mm-hmm. To me, that's just what I'm supposed to do yeah. to be great. Yeah, you're locked <clears throat> um, in. Yeah, yeah, I'm just locked in, and so, you know, to to hear the perspective from somebody who's like b- beyond loves you, that's yeah. like your yeah. blood. Um, it's it puts it in perspective. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, you know, sometimes that's all that matters. You, you can yeah. easily chase the um the the kind of the the gratification and the the you know, acceptance from people that don't even know you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then sometimes you got to really just look, look yeah. within. Yeah. Look within. So that, that intro. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I nah. see what she was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Nah, then, then, then I was like, man, you need to, you need to write my bio. Or something. <laughs> yeah. I need to read you my bio. I need you to write that. I got that. you. Yeah, no, we'll you talk know, about that. you know, uh, you know, we, 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 we intro a lot of guests, right. But, um, I always say every great album has a good intro and I feel like I, I we treat these episodes as like songs, right the rhythm of the conversation, that whole thing. And I think it's important to set the tone. And um, what you spoke about earlier was, was dope too, because you gotta, you gotta give yourself your own flowers. I'm a big like advocate of that. Um, I'm trying to get better at that, to be honest with you. That's yeah. like, um, yeah, I honestly, I, I looked at myself in the mirror recently and I was just like, 
I knew there were some things that I wanted to do differently mm-hmm. in 2023. And a lot of it has nothing to do with talent or um, accomplishments. Yeah. It's really just like internally personal how I, um, you know, view myself mm-hmm. uh, or sometimes it's like how you look down on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that you know you need to work on or yeah. you don't think you're good enough at. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I want to be better at owning the stuff that I do. Yeah. You know, owning yeah. the wins, yeah. owning even some of the, you know, the the lessons. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And just looking at failure in a different light. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hear you on that, bro. 100%. So I think uh, that's why I was like, I, you know, I started, again, I started laughing because it's really dope, the stuff that I've done. Yeah. yeah. And I'm smiling because I'm proud of myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? You should sure. be. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, sometimes people can be too cool. I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to be too cool. Nah, yeah. nah, I'm still going to be cool. Don't yeah. get it wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's like. It a, is cool, though. That is cool. Yeah, that's to, cool. To like, there's a, new, there's a new way to be cool. And yes. it's not, it's not kind of what we've been used to. And I think you just got to be yourself. Like, yeah. whatever you're cool is, be that. Come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Come on. I love that. Well, um, dope. man, we, we we dropping some gems early. Yeah. Um, so we always start every episode with a quote of the day to get this, get the tone set, which we already kind of already did, but I'm yeah. going to let Erm go ahead and, and smooth this out with but, the quote. What you got for us, man? Yeah, man. So the quote of the day is crazy how you just gave us that right there because I feel like that was another intro to the quote. So my quote is, uh, Man is a universe within himself. Mm. So yeah, I kind I kind of talked on it a little. I touched on that. Yeah, yeah when yeah. you were like internally and stuff. So I was like, damn. When you were saying that, I was like, oh, I'm man. about to hit him. I'm about to hit Come him. With some shit. You know, yeah. This is like, yeah. yeah. So that was that, that was, was my the, quote. That was the alley oop. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, who's that quote by? Uh, Bob Marley. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Rest in peace. So, yeah, that was a so, good one. I that's might, a good one. I might man. tweet that one later. Hey yeah. man. Hey man. I think that was a good one to start off the. I year, like that. You know, man is a universe within himself. Within himself. I love so, that. Well, um, yeah. well, Chris, man, um, before we kind of dive into the journey, which, you know, that's what we do here, um, I did kind of want to get your thoughts and your kind of your insight on just being in the role of a DJ, which from the outside looking in, it just comes off as very like for entertainment purposes to a lot of people. But um, from, from your standpoint, like what's the cultural responsibility that you feel you have and maybe other DJs have just being in that role? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think it's important. To and I didn't realize you were a DJ. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I think this is going to be an easier conversation. Cause it's like, you know, I think a big part of DJing a responsibility is, you know, you putting back into what you take. Like, yep. you know, I, I download music and I, I take that mm-hmm, either yeah. for personal use or to make money off of it. And you got to yeah. put back. And so that's like giving to me, I feel like that's giving information. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but I feel like, you know, I guess kind of, you want to know like the responsibility you feel as a DJ in a sense. Well, just, just or, how you view it. Like just be, obviously there's resp- different yeah. responsibilities, but kind of culturally, I think like just it's being in changed as I've gone in my career and, um, you know, had different mentors, you know, mm-hmm. I've had different mentors at different stages. Um, and so, and then perspective and, and, and priorities change. So I think in the beginning, I was just like, oh, I just want to play the hottest song. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. want to, I want to turn up. I want to mm-hmm. be known as the best person that plays, uh, the best music. Um, 
and I want to get as many people to come out to my events as possible. Mm. Yeah. Then as time went on, let's say that that was year one, um, maybe like year five, it was um, how to go to the next level. Cause now I'm exposed to what's possible. Yep. You know, yeah. I didn't, you know, when I first started DJing, it wasn't, it wasn't that I didn't know you could do different things with DJing. I just didn't even know it was possible. So then finding out, okay, you can DJ for a brand or mm-hmm. you could DJ for a sports team. Mm-hmm. Um, those were things that I was exposed to through a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it was like, all right, I know about this. And I know there's some goals that I want to achieve within the things that I've been exposed to now. Mm-hmm. Um, I want some of those things mm-hmm. for myself and for my career. Um, and then, you know, you get some of those things, you achieve them. Um, and then you get exposed to some new things. You meet new people, mm-hmm. met another mentor, um, and then got exposed to what is possible again. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, it changes. Yeah. Um, I think for me right now, it's taking all of what kind of, I started DJing in 2009. Okay. Was it 2003 now? What is that? 2003, 2023. So what's that? 12? 14. 14. 14 years? Yep. Yeah. Right. My mental math trash, by the way. <laughs> so, you got, so you got 14 years there. Um, I'm trying now to take all of that, you know, 14 year previous 14 years and turn that into the best thing I can mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the next 14 years need to be better than the previous 14. Mm. And it needs to make sure that those f- previous 14 wasn't like a, a waste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even yeah. the people that I came across, they didn't, yeah. They didn't waste their time investing in me, mm-hmm. information yeah. Yeah. and opportunity. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? So for me, that's it's it, I think it just depends individually on individually on the DJ. Yeah. Um, but for me it's like, all right, we're gonna turn up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this is like paved that way. Like I feel comfortable as far as DJing, I feel comfortable. Like yeah. the skill part, I'm just like, could I be better? Of course. Yeah. But I feel I feel good yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. I know I will get better. Yeah, um, you're never done being a better DJ, basketball player, whatever. Yeah, you're always yeah. getting better. You sh- yeah. or you should, or you should always seek more knowledge to be better. Yeah. Um, but then you have the business side of it, mm-hmm. and I want to be better at that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to be better at relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Obtaining them and you know keeping them. Yeah, man. You know what I mean, know. definitely. I can say I haven't been the best at that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and so that's something that I want to do better at moving forward is, you know, nurturing those relationships yeah. and yeah. keeping yeah. in touch with people more, checking on people more. Yeah. Um, and so you have so you have the business part of it. You have the relationships. Yeah. Um, it's, it seems like. Um, um, it does seem like a lot like that. The reason I asked that question is because it is more than just what people see. Yeah. No, for sure. Of, and I think it depends on what type of DJ you want to be. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I, I ran into DJs or they asked me questions and I'm like, yo, I'm going to give you all this stuff. Yeah. As if I were being asked a question, but yeah, then yeah. you realize, Oh, they're, they're not really that. Yeah. They yeah. don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Now you, just, you, they just want to play music. And, and what's crazy is like what I've achieved and even like, you know, what I want to be, I've seen it done bigger. And that's yeah. like what I'm, you know, I'm like shooting for that. Yeah. So sometimes meeting um, other DJs, that's kind of what I ask them up front is like, well, what type of DJ do you want to be? Because I can give you a bunch of information, yeah. which just might not apply. Yeah. Yeah. That's but true. at the same time, you maybe didn't even know that some things were possible. Yeah. So yeah. I might yeah. give it to you anyway, yeah. or at least if you want to know. Yeah. Because um, the business part of it might not matter to some people. That's mm -hmm. true. You know, true. the relationships might not matter. They, nah, I, you know, I have people that like, you know, ask me, hey, can I um, come shadow you? And I'm like, I, I mean, I guess. I yeah. mean, if you feel like you can get some, well, not I guess. That's what I think. But yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, what is it you want to get out of this? Yeah, yeah. Because you can come and shadow me, but yeah. do you, like, there might be a better way to go about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It comes with a lot of uh, responsibility. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And I can, you can't just let people into your space. Yeah. I think that's another thing um, yeah. that, you know, I'm trying to work on is, like, uh, you know, I'm feeling too bad about saying no. It might be in your best interest for me to say no, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, Definitely. um, and I, I admire some people that don't have a hard time doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and sometimes, you know, it's just, it's just kind of back to kind of the responsibility aspect of the question is like, it's a responsibility for a lot of different reasons, but yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, you, uh, explained it that way. So appreciate yeah, it. yeah, I think it depends on the DJ and I depend, I think it depends on just where they are in life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, now I'm a DJ and I'm also a dad. So yeah, it's, it's a different, how I look at it is sometimes different. Um, yeah, definitely. You I, know what I mean? I'm, um, well, it took a, it took a journey to get here. I'm I'm, I'm almost yeah, certain. For sure. Um, so, we definitely want to tap into where it started. I think. I yeah. Think it, oh, that's the fun so, part. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let's take it back though. So, um, yeah, just talk about your upbringing, where you grew up. Um, what was? Yeah. How it was like? I mean, I'm I'm from Seattle, so yeah. You know, went to you know, elementary school, high school, uh, college. All here in Seattle, so I'm very much a product of Seattle. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so, like for me, you know, you know, I was fortunate enough to like grow up with both my parents mm -hmm. um, together, um, and then having a sister who was about five to six years older. Mm -hmm. um, and so, my dad was very much into technology. My mom. She was singing around the house, but that wasn't like, she's not the music person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My dad, he was the one that had the CD player when it first came out. Yeah. Had all the CDs and he had records too. Um, mm -hmm. Had a record player. <clears throat> I remember like this big record player. And then my sister being, you know, a teenager when I'm like, I don't know, probably like seven or something, seven, eight. Yeah. She's like a teenager getting CDs and me going in her room and like stealing them and playing them in my um my cd player and getting yeah. yelled at for that yeah you know for me it was worth it because i was so just drawn to the music yeah um you know it, it wasn't even really lyrics because i didn't understand the lyrics yeah i knew it sounded good yeah i knew it you know yeah, what i'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah shout, shout, out me, to the, shout out to the cd era one time yeah man, real, man i miss it what a time that, that was, was. Like, the cds that was a time i mean right. even tapes you know because they were they were it was like all three of them at the same time, tapes, CDs, yeah, yeah. and vinyls. They yeah. still existed. Yeah. 
all at the same time. But um, <clears throat> I uh, I was just intrigued by the the beats. Yeah. Honestly, it yeah. was like the beats and how it sounded, how um, the the song was arranged and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as I got older, going into like middle school. In high school, it's just being around friends that you realize had the same passion and interest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, being into music, um, and also being into the production of it. Yeah, um, I had a friend who, you know, we both, you know, again, just fortunate to be in a household with both of our parents mm-hmm. and then having computers. Mm-hmm. And so he had this this program to make um, to make beats. It was like a very cheesy, you know, entry. I don't even want to call it entry level. This is like below entry level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we thought it was like, you know, the the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And we started making beats like that and then transitioned to um I think Reason or Fruity Loops. Mm-hmm. We did both of them, but one of them came before the other. I'm not yeah. sure, I'm sure yeah. which one. And we would just like make beats and then like share them with each other and you know, see who made the best one. I, I, in my opinion, he he made the best beats I've ever mm-hmm. heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's I still I still think that to this day. That's hard. Yeah, um, that's dope. And then uh, got into you know having a computer, having a CD burner, mm-hmm. and so at the time, you know having this technology and then having a computer and downloading music, started making mix CDs in high school. Mm. You know, so that's um, that's um, I'm glad you I'm glad you touched on that because I, I that's one of the things I kind of wanted to touch on because I think a lot of people can relate to like growing up and everybody has a creative side I feel like at some point and as you get older and as the world starts to kind of come into your world it's like sometimes people's creative side can get hushed you know so I guess for you like what did you do to nurture that creative side to keep it to keep the fire going until you kind of felt you were developing towards what is now kind of a career path, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know if it was anything that I did, mm. but I got to give my dad credit because he was financing my CD burning yeah. <laughs> okay. business. Okay. Early you adopter. Know, I mean, he can come home with 50, this, this little spindle or what was it? Like a spool or spindle with yeah, uh, yeah. 50 yep. CDs. Yep. I'm like, all right, cool. Come back from school with a list. Everybody mm-hmm. wants these, they, you know, give me a list of what they want. Yeah. I take the CDs home. Boom, doom, 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 doom. Come back to school, make some money. Let's go. Yeah. Come back home, more CDs. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a, a conversation. It's just like he noticed, you know, a hustle. He noticed um, something that I was uh, good at and yeah. passionate about. Yeah. Um, and he just supported it. And so I think that's honestly, yeah, it wasn't really anything that I did to kind of motivate myself or anything. Yeah. It was just seeing, oh, okay. I have some support. You were being encouraged. I don't even have to like fall out of this confidence thing. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's just being encouraged. That's important though. Isn't yeah. it, isn't it crazy though? How sometimes like for your pops, it'd probably be like the simplest thing to do. Yeah. Can be potentially one of the biggest things that, you know, can, can, uh, propel someone towards what they're now doing, you know, for sure. No, That's for dope. sure. Because he, he understood like, I was into it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And he supported it. Um, and so that just pushed me to keep going. And then, you know, at the time, I'm making mix CDs in high school, go to college, continue making mix CDs, and it then kind of blows up. And then 
the girlfriend that I had in high school, you know, she used to be like an ASB president um, when she was in high school. And so I remember mm -hmm. she was just like, yo, or the girlfriend that I had in college, she was a ASB president um, mm -hmm. in high school. Um, everybody loved the, the mixtapes, mm -hmm. the mix yeah. CDs, whatever. Yeah. She's like, oh, they love it. You should think about being a DJ. I used to book DJs, uh, you know, yeah. for our school dances. And I think you could do that. And I'm like, I ain't never thought about being a DJ, but wow. I sure as hell ain't trying to be a high school dance DJ. That just yeah. wasn't like my, yeah. my, my vision of it. Yeah. Even like an, from initially hearing the whole idea of doing it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, DJing. All right, cool. Let me, let me sit on this. And so, you know, sat on it, ended up going to the gym one day. And I had been going to this gym for a while. And then, um, this guy was like, yo, uh, what are you doing tonight? You should come out. And this is a guy I seen in the gym. Like, yeah, it was like a, a weekly, if not daily thing. So I'm in the gym, never asked me to come out. Eventually he was like, yo, you should come out to this spot. All right, cool. Get there, walk into the spot. He's DJing. I was like, oh, I literally just yeah. was talking yeah. to my girl about DJing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a sign. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's how, I, so I was just like yeah. so intrigued. I was like, oh, shoot. And it wasn't even like a big club, but it was a popular club. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So at some point, you know, I told him, I was like, yo, I'm actually, I'm actually interested in this. You know, I, I didn't know you were a DJ. Like, yeah. You know, what's up? So then I think it was within like a couple of weeks or something. It might've been even sooner than that. He invited me over uh, to his place and he had his, his stuff set up and he's like doing his taxes. It's like tax season and stuff like, so this is probably like, this had to be, ugh, I don't know, maybe the fall, winter or something. I don't okay. know. There was taxes involved. Yeah. And so yeah. It's he's like, here, man, I'm going to give you these three vinyls. Uh, try to try to mix these i'm gonna do my taxes and so he's like you know <laughs> sitting like you know over in the corner over there and then i'm like on the turntables right here never touched turntables in my life never touched a mixer never mixed a record ever mm -hmm. so this is the first time this is the first yeah. time yeah. ever that i've ever um yeah Got been introduced to djing yeah and uh, shout out to DV1. There we go. World-class DJ, hey. world-class mentor, mm -hmm. and just uh, overall good person, man. Mm -hmm. So Shout him out. He's out in Hawaii right now enjoying his life, doing doing big things. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> no, nah, yeah. nah, but that's my, that's, that's my, um, that's like the first mentor that I could, you know, really remember um, having. Um, and just, it was very organic, too. Yeah. And just that moment of him like, yo, mix these records. Um, and it, and I for, I really wish I could remember their records. I know one of them was like a Ghostface uh, record, a Leah, and I think like an Outcast, Outcast mm -hmm. record. Mm -hmm. So Damn. That's pivotal, bro. Yeah, those bro. moments, man, like reflection is key, bro. But those moments you don't forget, you know? No, no, you On don't. Everything. I mean, I, I always remember that. And so, yeah. you know, from that moment, it just turned into like, he was like, yo, I think you can do this. Like, you can do it, you know? And I, I did not, I didn't know, I didn't know what he was hearing, but I didn't mix, I didn't mix any of those records. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I was like, I went back, talked to my parents. My mom was like, oh, what you want for Christmas? I was like, 
some DJ equipment. Yeah. So got some DJ equipment. Mm. And from there, just kind of um just kept at it, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I met uh another mentor. His name is Arif. Um man, I, I can't thank him enough. Um and it goes back to like relationships and yeah. doing better relationships. He's yeah. definitely somebody like, you know, I I I should have handled that relationship a lot better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um and that's a learning that's a learning yeah. experience, you know what yeah. I mean? Um but he was just so know pivotal in my journey because in the beginning um again like this is when i'm into producing and djing i'm in the beats and dj yeah yeah go to this event and he's just standing there and there used to be this uh producer magazine i forget what it was called anyways it was a producer magazine and there was a guy in the magazine and it was him mm-hmm and so I walked up to him. I was like, yo, I think I've seen you in this magazine or whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, what's up, man? You know, you know, and we just we just hit it off and exchanged info. Um, come to find out he was working at Microsoft at the time and he was um, in their pro audio department. Mm. And so he's getting, you know, he's working with these companies. It could be like uh, Pro Tools or whatever yeah, hardware like and software, software, software companies all yeah. yeah he's he's working with all of these companies and he's having a lot of the stuff that i need to dj mm. and we just start you know just having a conversation he's like yo i have this um i have this this hardware that i need to kind of you know get some input on yeah kind of like being a tester a little yeah. bit so yeah. he's like you know here's it was a m audio DJ setup. He's like, you know, here, try this out. Gave me a laptop as well. Yeah, and yeah. that was that was like my first, yeah. you know, DJ, you know, setup, and that was like huge because, you know, not too many people. If you don't have the resources or the tools, yeah. you're just kind of left out of yeah. the race. And that, you know what I mean? That that actually yeah. is. Um, and thanks for sharing that, bro. Because for real. You're very descriptive, which is amazing. Yeah. Like in terms of the detail. When yeah, no, nah, because I mean, that, that stuff is important. It because is. it's like, it is. that's why I remember it because of how impactful it was for me. Yeah, you know no, for I mean? sure, bro. Mm -hmm. um, but it's important because, like you said, sometimes people need resources just to get started. And that can be an excuse that they can make to not yeah. get started. Um, but I, yeah. I, I did, I did want to, um, I did kind of want to, uh, pivot towards leaning into the passion mm -hmm. um, and kind of making it concrete, right? Like, I think a lot of people, like, they're passionate, but then, like, at what point for you, like, when you kind of, like, put your time in and kind of worked at the craft, like, when did it kind of click where it was like, I want to make this, like, a concrete career path and I see it clearly? Was there a moment for that or did it just kind of gradually build up? Yeah, it goes back to, like, what I was talking about, um, even with my dad, where it wasn't something that I necessarily felt where I was like, oh, um, I'm a, I need to motivate myself. Mm -hmm. To answer your question, it was when my mentors started really like pouring into me, like, "Yo, you can do this. Like, mm -hmm. you should do this. I can see where you can go. Yeah, with this." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I trust you because yeah. you're yeah. of what I know you've accomplished and what you've seen. And though I maybe can't see it yet, I'm gonna have faith and just trust it. Mm. And then 
it's funny because now I call, I'll, you know, I'll have certain moments and I'll just like sit and just think about what I've accomplished and I'll call, call DV and I'll be like, yo, I can just thank you because you were right. You know what I mean? You saw some things and, um, you know, I couldn't see them. Mm. Um, but you, you saw like, oh, you can do this. You have certain, um, intangibles, Mm. um, Mm. that had nothing to do with DJing. Honestly, Mm, he saw something in me that was like, yo, you could be a DJ for, um, a sports team because you understand how to be around, you know, in certain rooms, like, you know how to talk to people, you're charismatic, um, you 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 know how to handle yourself in certain situations yep. um yep. and it's sometimes you know like with djing or any type of um uh, i don't know profession a lot of it is is how you how you present yourself professionally how you, yeah professionally it could yeah. be how you dress it could yep. be you know do you do you get groomed and things like that which yep. Some people are like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be myself. And it's like, you can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very few people can be themselves yeah. and go the places that they want to go. Yeah. That's just, that mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. You know so what I'm mind, saying? I think it's a mindset. Especially yeah. when somebody's giving you money for something. Yeah. yeah. It's like, sometimes you got to like do the necessary things yeah. um, that are required. And that might be, you know, cleaning up, putting, putting certain type of dress on yeah. or whatever you know what i mean being, um, being professionals yeah like, exactly you can't go play in the nba and not wear the uniform like you gotta a, wear the uniform it's a mindset yeah it really you know, is yeah. bro doesn't I, matter how talented you are I, you. I, it's crazy you say that because i always be talking about this like i used to always hear um like rookies and they'd be like yeah this this player this veteran taught me how to be a pro yeah and, and like people be like what does that mean they taught mm-hmm. you how to play basketball i was like no 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 he taught me how to be a pro, like a professional. I already yeah. know how to play basketball. Yeah. I have the skill set. Yeah, I got the professional part of it. I don't know how to be a pro, and I think yeah. that's what you're getting at. Um, yeah, he he saw it in me. That's dope. Um, but then he also, you know, he helped groom me in some areas. And in me going to shadow him on certain um, gigs and events. So that's why when people ask me about shadowing, it was like, well, do you know what you want to learn? Because for me, it was like, I just wanted to see like how to be and maybe that is what they want to go for. But I've also seen a different perspective of it where it's like, I just want to be in the space. I just want to be at the party. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I just want to see what you're playing like What's music wise. What's the reason? For yeah. It's right like, here. you gotta have, you know, you gotta be intentional with why you want to do some things. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's better to start outside of the arena um, mm. that you're trying to be in. Um, so you can just have more, um, conversation for somebody to like pick your brain a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's real. Before you jump into the, well, I want to see like what it's like to be in this space, or you know how how you how you interact with X amount of people around and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that stuff you can kind of teach, but some stuff it's either in you or. It's not. It's yeah. like, uh, I'd rather go spar for a little bit before I jump in the ring with Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And you yeah. can ask Mike Tyson all the questions in the world. And yeah, you can go yeah. You can go yeah. to his training session and being around him. But yeah. it's like, you know. It's a process. There, there, there's a process. He's pro- it'd probably be better to just talk to him yeah. at first before yeah. just going around him. Yeah. Um, I hear you on that. Yeah. yeah. I hear you on that. Well, like, so what was it like for you, like, when you first probably did your first major event? 
mm-hmm. um, some of the things you kind of took away from like your first experience at actually mm. DJing in front of a whole crowd. Like how many people are you talking? Man, just I mean, when I first DJed, it, there was nobody there. I was DJing when the club wasn't even open. Mm. Oh, okay. shout about, out! No, for real, I got some. Like, yeah. like, for real, like I literally my first DJ gig. Um, shout out to B Boy um, and Soul Gorilla. Um, they were, if not the top promotional company in Seattle at the time, they were one of the top two or three for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and B Boy gave me an opportunity. Um, to DJ and he yeah. was really upfront about it you know he was like look you're not really good but I see something yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and how we had this night on it was like on a Tuesday I think the spot called Twilight he was like come out and you can DJ I think the party started at 10 I was DJing at maybe 9 or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. I was like alright cool and it was literally just me DJing for the bartenders and the, you yeah. know, the um, the security. And I loved it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. because it was no pressure. Like, yeah, I was yeah. able to, like, literally yeah. get acclimated to just being in this get environment. The re- get the reps in, you know. Yeah, get the exactly. reps in, you know, using the equipment. Um, and that's kind of like, I have, you know, that's kind of like my, my issue with some of the younger DJs now. It's like. And it's not like I feel like you need to go through the same journey. Yeah. But there is something to say about like being okay with being sunned. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like you being sunned, but that's yeah. how they look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if somebody yeah. said, "Yo, come play for an hour before the club opens." Yeah. You got to figure out what you can get a get from it. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. I mean, you can, they can throw you on at midnight or one o'clock, whatever yeah. you think the prime time is. Yeah. yeah. Only thing you're going to get away from that is thinking that you killed it. And more yeah. than likely, you really didn't. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, and that's that could be more detrimental to your your growth than anything. Yeah. It's like playing. It's like it's, it's very synonymous with sports where it's like, yeah, I just want to play. Yeah. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's like, I just want to play. I want to yeah. get out there on the court or the field. You know what I'm saying? I know, shit, we probably playing, I don't want to name no teams, but, you know, there's always yeah. those teams where you'd be like, man, I don't, you know, it's not heavy competition, whatever the case is, but I want to play. Yeah, right? And I even think, the best players play those games, bro, them back-to-back nights. So, yeah, um, I, think it's I understand just, that. I think it's just important that, like, you talked about that experience and you said you loved it, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I loved it. Yeah, like, like a lot of people will be – you know, they'll probably be like, oh, it might not be for me or whatever like that. But, you know, I think that's like an important lesson that people need to like hear, you know, and like just keep going pretty much, you know. Yeah, yeah no, I think just you have to find the joy in some of the stuff that doesn't feel good yeah. necessarily. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For real. You got to find joy in the the low parts of a journey. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at some point, it's not going to last forever. I mean, if you let it last forever, forever, yeah, it will. But, you know, for the most part, certain a lot of things don't last yeah. as long as you think they are going to. Yeah. And me DJing at 9, 8, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., it did not last that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. Consistency, though. Yeah, it's just for a consistency. Yeah. And it's like you put in your time um, and you, you, you push – to get more yeah. reps because I went from from doing this the small spot it was like a lounge it wasn't that big from 9, 8, 9 p.m. to 10 
to it might have been nine p.m. to nine forty-five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. somebody, I think somebody came on at ten. Like the regular DJ might have yeah. came on at ten. Yeah. But then I got to open a similar setup. Open the first hour mm-hmm. at a bigger club on a Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. And I knew I wasn't ready for what I wanted. You know, you can't, sometimes people got to protect you from yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Talk about right. it. You see it a lot. In, you see it a lot in sports where you have a. Um, I was watching the Deion Sanders. Uh, the the he has a show on uh, Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. um, and it's had the top recruit came in to his first season injured, and he wanted to really play really bad, mm-hmm. and you know. Deion Sanders, the coach, was like, or Coach Prime, we'll call him yeah. Coach Prime. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. He was t- talking about how, you know, this kid wants to play, but um, if he goes out there, he's not going to be what he can be, mm-hmm. yeah. what he really wants to mm-hmm. be. Yeah. And that's going to have people, because this kid is a top, you know, he's a top recruit. So yeah. he's going to go out there and not play to his full potential, and he's going to have everybody talking about him. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's like you being a DJ – and you're not ready to like be where you really want to be. Yeah, you're gonna have people either talking about you, or you're not gonna get any more opportunities. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know you can overcome anything you want, yeah. but you know in a city that doesn't really have a whole lot of opportunities, yeah, you might you know you're gonna lessen them. Yeah, no, you, you know and you it's, you want to trust timing too. For sure. And, and your preparation. Like, you know, they say, man, opportunity means preparation, that whole thing. I think um, getting those reps in, whether they're big or small, scale, medium, whatever the size number is, mm-hmm. is preparation, right? Um, and for you, it's like you went through that journey, right? Um, like, at what point were you – because I'm, I'm very curious about kind of the process of becoming the official DJ for the Seattle Sounders – and music coordinator. Um, obviously, there's tons of work that went into that, but what was that process like in terms of like how that opportunity opened up for you? If you could take us through that, that that's that's very it's interesting. Be a really crazy answer. <laughs> yeah, we here for it. Yeah, we here for it. We here for it. This whole conversation about circling back to things. Well, um, come on, let's circle back. <laughs> relationships. Mm. Let's just say that it's a relationship thing, and so my mentor. He was the DJ for the Seattle Seahawks. Like when Pete Carroll first got here, mm-hmm. he was the DJ. And this was like no other teams had a DJ. And I don't, there, there might have in professional sports, I don't, there wasn't very m- many teams that had a DJ. And yeah. so he was like the Seahawks DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I got introduced to it. You know what I mean? Like, no one was possible. Yeah, and even at the time, like he—I mean—he wasn't even into football. Like he wasn't like the sports guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, dang, that's dope. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Did you give me that? Oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> I was just like, man, I was, oh man, yeah. don't you want to get into that? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, we um, he would have me come to, you know, the the training camps they would have. Um, he would have me come to the games, and he would sit me down, uh, and like go over like they would give him not a script, but they would give them a playlist of like the players and the coaches pick yeah. these songs they want to hear mm-hmm. during the practice at certain times yeah. during the game. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And he's just showing me like, well, this is what you kind of need to have. Um, and you have to be ready to, you know, transition from a song pretty fast. Yeah. Um, and so 
I was, you know, we were grooming. He was essentially grooming yeah. me mm-hmm. um, yeah. for that type of opportunity, yeah. whether it was with the Seahawks or whatever, yeah. whatever other team um, I would have the opportunity to do it for. Yeah. And so, you know, just having that um, that relationship, I got exposed to it. I saw that it really had nothing to do with DJing. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say that, but it's part that the music is what they hear. Yeah. But you yeah. you have to have some other tangibles um, that have nothing to do with DJing, like paying attention, listening, mm-hmm. um, yeah. mm-hmm. being able to transition yeah. quickly, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. being able to go off of a playlist. For mm-hmm. some people, that might be the hardest thing in the world. You might, oh, I want to play this like new song in the arena and hear it like booming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> And so, you know, that yeah. that's for me, um, that relationship introduced me to what was possible with a professional sports team. Mm. Um, and then he parts ways with the Seahawks and the Sounders reach out to him. And he's like, I actually uh, have a better idea. I have someone that I think this would be perfect for. And he hit me up and he was like, you know, I know the one we were going for didn't work out, yeah. but uh, yeah, I think this is actually going to be a better situation. Yeah, and obviously there's like disappointment, like ah oh, man, you know it's not what we were going for. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you, I was pumped. Yeah. I was, I saw yeah. it. I was, yeah. <laughs> and you, yes. when you visualize shit, oh, it's, man, I it's was stuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, I was like, yeah, because like like I said, like I saw kind of what he was able to do with it. Yep. Um, and you know, he's like an ESPN. Mm-hmm. He's in the mm-hmm. Billboard magazine. They interview yeah. on him and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can turn up. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we did. You don't even like sports. I can only imagine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I love how he goes back to He don't even like sports, y'all. Man, this guy, man. Yeah, but yeah. no, nah, uh, he, 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 he exposed me to so many things, um, and especially with that. And so, yeah, it was a thing where they reached out to him, and he, he was ready to transition anyway. Yeah. Like I said, he's in Hawaii now. Like that mm-hmm. was his goal, mm-hmm. was to go over there and um, live his life. So, yeah. you know, it all happened kind of at the right time. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that was 2014. Mm. Yeah, 2014. So, I got introduced to the Sounders, and we've been we've been rocking together ever since, man. And man. It, you know, it was crazy at the again at the time. I was like, dang, I, this ain't really what I wanted. And I didn't know anything about soccer. Yeah. I didn't know a thing about soccer <laughs> other than that it's a sport. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the world sport and it's the yeah. real football. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, when I look back now, almost 10 years uh, being with the Sounders um, organization, and it was the best situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when I talked to, when I was talking to you about a lot of what, those type of situations are has nothing to do with the actual skill mm. of what it is. Like, so for DJ and it's not about the DJ, it's about the professionalism. Mm-hmm. It's about being able to play a role yep. on a, in, on a team. Yep. Yeah. I wasn't even ready for that. If you would, if I would have had that opportunity, I, I probably would have messed it up. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I wasn't ready. I was too amped. Yeah. Mm. I was, I saw it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, Oh yeah. 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 We, yeah. <laughs> It's up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so um, ha- now when I look back 
the experience that I've had with the Sounders, I don't think I would have had that um, with with the uh, Seahawks at that time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everything, so everything happens for a it reason. happened for a reason. Everything. I was able to learn at a um, a better pace. Yeah. yeah. Now, if it's a situation where the Seahawks are like, "Oh, we want you to you know DJ or any other you know team," <coughs> excuse me, any other team. It, I don't. I'm not even nervous. I'm like, okay, what what you want to do? Yeah. What do you need? Yeah. I got you. Okay. I've done that before. Yeah. And I've met so many other DJs um, for for uh, professional sports teams. Yeah. Like you got uh, D Sharp with the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. He's been their DJ. For, I'm not sure how many years, but he's been there for all the championships. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Then you have uh, DJ Vic One. He's out in LA. Mm-hmm. DJ for the. L.A. Kings, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I know I'm missing another team. I think UCLA. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, I've connected with uh, or started, you know, over social media connected with, I think, that the DJ for the – he does the Brooklyn Nets and okay. um, uh, the New York Yankees. Yeah. And so you start meeting all these other yeah. DJs yeah. who do it, and you start having conversations with them. And you're like, oh, okay, we're we're on the same page as yeah. far as like, yeah, this is like, there's a certain way you got to do this. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. There's this part of it where it's not for everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you just have a greater respect um, because there's some DJs where they're in arena DJs. They're DJing like in the arena while the game's playing. Mm-hmm. Then you have pregame DJs mm-hmm. where they're playing the music. You know, right before yeah. or during warm-ups or things like that or when fans are coming in mm-hmm. to the stadium yeah. and things like that. So, you know, looking back, the Sounders was the best situation yeah. for me to be in. And I was able to have, like, one of the greatest moments I think a DJ could even have Um you know, it's like you, you talk to like a basketball player or something. I'm sure yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you know, if I could play. You see those college games where they play like on a battleship. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, usually yeah. like the top teams, yeah. like the North Carolinas or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Or you talk to like maybe, uh, I don't know, a baseball player and they want to play like at this historic field or yeah. something like that. Or yeah. a basketball player probably like playing Madison at Madison Square. Square. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. So for a DJ, you tell a DJ that they could play center field of a football field with pyro and – yeah, you know, the fire. Two going. million people watching and yeah. seventy thousand plus in a stadium. There's no DJ that wouldn't be amped to do that, and yeah. I was able to do that last year for the Concacaf um, uh, championship between wow. the Sounders and uh, oh wow, uh, yeah. I can't even think of the name of the team from yeah. Mexico. Uh, yeah. I want to say the Pumas, but I, I could be wrong. But um, anyways, it was a championship game, and it was just a really good experience because you know I got contact and it was like. You know, we're trying to figure out this uh, pregame performance, and yeah. you're, um, yeah, you're one of the options. And another option was this this other uh, artist from Seattle, and I was like, I mean, I'm I'm not mad at that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad that we're, you know, it's between me and this other person because that's actually pretty dope. You're being considered. First I'm and being foremost. considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just getting, you know, working with the production team and the pyro team. Um, and seeing the vision that they had, I was like, oh my gosh, this is about to be crazy. That's, um, (laughs) you know, what's interesting though, bro, is I'm getting that, you know, we got, you got to put in the work. That's, that's like mandatory. You got to put in the work. You got to be prepared and you got to be consistent. But part of like what I've been 
talking about a lot is like we got to learn how to play big and not play small. And I think when your number gets called, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even if you know, like, damn, I didn't see this coming. I don't even know if I'm. No, you, you got to be you ready. Got, you got to be ready, and you got to step up and lean into it. Like, so in that moment, as a performer, oh, it's what, like you know, and what's that's, that's what I was saying. Like, if, it, if this would have happened in you know ten years ago, I was not ready. Yeah. But yeah. when I got this call, and it was more than just DJing. Um, yeah. There's a part of it where it's like you have to work with. Uh, when you're working with pyrotechnics, it's, you can't really do that live. Yeah. And so you have to pre-work on your set. Yeah. So yeah. that they can um, coordinate the pyro with the music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now you're like producing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're producing a set. Um, That's dope. And seeing like the video of what they wanted to have happen and then hearing the music that I'm making again, this, and this goes to, can you work within, um, you know, restrictions or within guidelines? Cause they're like, okay, well you, we want to have this theme for this, for your musical set. Um, we want to have it focus on Seattle music, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I think I went through like, two or three, maybe even more than that, maybe like five drafts before we landed on one where it was like, okay, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. And for some people that might be hard because you might be, you know, when I say like compensating my creative, yeah. you know, whatever, like you, you might be going against your creative morals or something. And that might not be the easiest thing to do yeah. for some people. Um, and so I was looking forward to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah, you need. I don't mind doing that, you know. Yeah. And so, once it finally, we got to the game day, it was just so much fun, just taking it in. Yeah. Because that's yeah. a moment that might never happen again. Yeah. 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 But just taking it in, and I was able to bring you know my best friend Ty, mm-hmm. um, and my son. Mm-hmm. I was able to bring my son. That's I picked amazing. him up from school. I was like, "Yo, we uh." We got somewhere to go. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, and so he he was able to come with me and um Yeah, stories to tell on the school bus for sure. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> nah. It was just, you know, it's just about exposing yeah, them to yeah. stuff. You of know? course, so of course. Going through and just being on that stage and just finally seeing the final product of what I mean, I didn't know what it was gonna be. Yeah. But now seeing it together, you got all this pyro and yeah, you got uh it was like I think my, I want to say it was close to eighty thousand fans. That's made um, in the Man. stands, and then That's I think crazy. two million viewers streaming it. Yeah, and yeah, just you know looking over on the sideline and like seeing my son on his iPad. Just like, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, like, you don't see what's going on here, man. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like, what's what's up, man? Like, you're about to miss the show. That's crazy. <laughs> and so you know, the show happens, and it happens so fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, it's just like all this fire. It's just like yeah. pyro going. The crowd's going crazy. I was, I could do this like literally every day. Yeah. Man. No, that's you that's a I mean? that's a moment, man. And um. You know, it's important that we 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 look at those moments. Obviously, they're moments that you got to live in and be present, but understand like what they mean to the greater to the yeah. greater narrative. You know, mm-hmm. and what you build, what you're building, and I think yeah. that's that's what um, I get from it. And you were ready, you know. And I'm I'm really big on timing, man. I think timing is everything. 
No, timing is like the most important thing because again, like I would not have been ready for that um, in 10 years before. Um, Now, if you ask me to do that again, Mm -hmm. I ain't going to say it's a walk in a park, (laughs) but I'm definitely like way more comfortable with it. Like, okay, I know what you need. Yeah. You know, and, and that's just even like when opportunities come up now, you know, whether it's like, you know, doing a set um, at an arena for like a concert, you know, just being like comfortable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I still get nervous. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I always get nervous before every set. Yeah. But I'm just comfortable in that I know how to execute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had this talk with my boy, uh, DJ Amen, out, out of the Bay Area. And um, he always is like, he's got to keep putting points on the board. He's got to keep putting points on the board. Yep. Yep. And um and that's really what it is. Is like you just gotta keep putting those points up. Yep. You know, and part of that is you know being prepared. Yeah. Um, being confident in what you can do, mm-hmm. executing it, mm-hmm. um, and then continue doing it. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little slower than others, especially yeah. right now. Like things are just different. Um, in in not 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 just in the world, but within the industry, things are just you know they're a little slower. Yeah. It's not the same as it was before um, COVID obviously, but um, you know, you just got to keep putting points on the board. You know, one of the biggest takeaways that I'm getting, and I think a lot of aspiring DJs can also probably pull from this is the relationship aspect because as as you mentioned, bro, the (laughs) world is inevitably always going to change. Things are always going to change. And part of being adaptable is having those relationships that can kind of carry you through those kind of transitional periods that are happening around to where you can still be able to find different ways to kind of reinvent yourself and, and find new opportunities. So, uh, nah, that's the re- that's relationships important. are so important, man, yeah. because mm-hmm. through ups and downs, that's what's going to, well, you, they should be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you might need to lean on them or that might need, they might need to lean on you. Yep. Um, so the relationships are very important. Um, and again, that's, that's like something that I want to this year Yeah. do better at. Um, yeah. And just keep doing doing better in it, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. we can always we can always improve on that. Yeah. So, man. man, I wanted to ask you, like, what was the process like of like collaborating with these brands that you were working with? It's gonna be really boring <laughs> because it's gonna be the same answer. Um, relationships, relationships. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, I think is it's important too because there's a lot of it's a lot of aspiring DJs who want to yeah. get into that field. Next generation coming, yeah. you know. And I think, yeah, but. No, it's it's yeah. all relationships yeah. and it's all um can you provide this brand with what they want? Mm-hmm. And you gotta realize these brands have brand guidelines. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you stay on brand? Mm-hmm. Not just your brand, but can you stay on, you know, their brand mm-hmm. and yeah. even providing the music mm-hmm. if they're having an event, whether it's like a Nordstrom's, a Nor- uh, Amazon, uh, Nike, Adidas, they all have kind of this, this style mm-hmm. that their yeah. customers are, you know, familiar with. Yep. You don't go into Nordstrom's and hear, you know, I don't know, like, twerk music that uh, often yeah. they might they might play like meg the stallion or something you know yeah, what i mean but yeah. it's it, it's a very diverse sounding yeah soundtrack that i would pr- provide yeah now if they come to me and say yo we want to turn it up yeah i know there's a ceiling for there's that def- you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah we're gonna for go sure. there yeah. but the we not, yeah you know what i mean yeah. so 
um, each brand, you just got to tap into, you know, who they are and just ask them like, yo, what do you want? What's your vision? Yeah. Um, this past year working with, um, the Amazon prime, uh, video in Thursday night football and you know, that's it's football. So it's sports, it's Mm -hmm. energy, it's fun. It's, you know what I mean? And so just having a conversation with them and even with that, like, you know, you might have a client that gives you some talking points. Um, and mm-hmm. so now you're not just doing music. You're, you're now you're communicating. Mm-hmm. You're, you're getting your kind of, your hosting down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, you just gotta, you gotta give them what they want. Yeah. Um, and for some people that might not be who they are as a DJ and they yeah. might, they should, people want certain opportunities because of what they think comes with it financially yep. yeah. or just the look. Oh, this looks yep. dope. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and honestly, sometimes yeah. like the big look doesn't really pay a whole lot of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it, you got to know what to do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know? So I think for, for, for the brands, it's, it's relationships. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's, can you keep the relationships? Mm-hmm. You know, can you provide what it is that they want? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you what they really want you know what i mean because yeah, like yeah. for instance you got it might be um i don't know let's say the brand is woman focused mm-hmm. you know what i mean for them they might want a a, a female dj yep. yeah yep they're not gonna hire you yeah. they might not and it, you yeah. can't be mad at that they yeah. just have a vision for what they're trying yep. to um yeah. project yeah. at their event or whatever it is yeah. you're doing yeah and so you might not fall into that brand's vision. Yeah. Um, then you have other brands where, you know, they like a person's style. You yeah. might be like, you might be the flyest guy, and they're like, you know what, we like him. He's charismatic, yeah. and yeah. yeah, he's when he's on his DJ sets, he's interacting with people, and he's mm. happy, and he's fun, and that that can that might fit for that brand. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like it's vice. My bad. No, I feel like it's vice versa too. It's kind of like how you're kind of explaining it. It has to be a good fit for you. Yeah, it has to be yeah, a good fit. That's literally what I was about to yeah. say. I think you got to know who your brand is and your, which, what's your exactly. brand identity. Because yeah. if you know your brand identity, then it makes it easier to know which brands to work with. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times too, that's like dope. you gotta like, for instance, you know, my name is Chris, and then there is Karma, mm-hmm. and there's Chris Karma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are all different characters. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes brands want to hire characters like who mm-hmm. who is your character mm-hmm. you know what i mean is your character interesting mm-hmm. is it worth hiring yep. yeah. you know what i mean you yeah. gotta like you gotta think about those type of things too yeah yeah because it's like you know nowadays you have to be more than what your initial kind of uh i don't know plan or talent is yeah like if you're a dj that's cool but you got to be like a producer, an artist, yep. um, an influencer, yep. like you multifaceted. Gotta, yep. Yeah, you have to, yep. and that applies for if you wanted to be, I don't know, uh, uh, a fashion designer. Yeah. It's like you to be a fashion designer, and you got to be uh, an author. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You yeah. Got, you gotta. There's there's a lot of different hats you have to wear. Yeah. Um, today, mm-hmm. and that's something I want to get better at too. Is like, you know, opening people up to other things that. I do. Yeah. Um, that they may not know of. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's, it's 
Man, it's not what people think on the surface a lot of times, but no. with a lot of things. And I think context is key. if you have more key. value, honestly, that helps you. The more value you have yep. and add to yourself, some of those brand opportunities will come. Yeah. You know, like I have, I have friends that are, um, you know, influencers. Yeah. And they're killing it. Yeah. Like, I, I'm inspired by what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got people, you know, getting these deals with um, Puma or Foot Locker. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I have a, a friend. Yeah. Yeah. She's literally killing it. Shout out, um, infamous Casey. Mm. She's killing it, man. Yeah. Like she's yeah. doing, she's doing it. She's doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, you could take something away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and sure. so, and there's other people killing it too, but yeah. it's like, everybody's killing it. Yeah. Essentially. Like if you, you have to do more than one thing. I remember she did not want to talk on the mic. I remember she asked me, she was like, these people want to fly me out to like host this club party. I was like, okay. Yeah. But I don't want to talk on the mic. I was like, well, all you got to do is say blah, blah, blah. Now she's like, it, I think she interviewed Kobe one time. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. the yeah. NBA is uh, hiring her to, um, you know, host, you know, different uh, events and shows yeah, and things like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, you know, <laughs> she she figured it out. Yeah, yeah. you know what I Sometimes mean. Sometimes you just got to jump out there. And, yeah, she and, she yeah. figured it out. That's dope. And, that's dope. And I think dope. that's just what we all have to do. Whether you're a DJ, mm-hmm. I don't know, a, a lawyer, a, a creative, an influencer, you just got to kind of figure it out. But you're gonna have to do more than the one thing that you set out wanting to do. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's real. That's real. Yeah, that's a, that's a gem, bro. That's so, a gem for yeah. sure. And that's how those brands are gonna like. You know, yeah, it's like a package. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you bring kind of a, a multi-package, you know, offering, and that might price company. you out of some of the brands that you thought you wanted to work with. That, that, yeah. that too. Like, mm-hmm. you might, I want to work with, uh, I don't know, uh, Ferrari, and then Ferrari's like, hey, we want to DJ this gig. Yeah, here's my price. Ah, that's a bit much. And yeah. you're like, well, I'm a DJ. I'm, you know, you start. Yeah. Yeah, going know, off of all know, the things. knowing your worth and knowing your value. Yeah, that you, have, you yeah. might price yourself out of the, some of the things that you thought you you wanted to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, that's that's dope, man. I, and again, it's about growth and assessing your growth and assessing your progress so you can accurately know what type of value you can bring. So it's for sure. It's always, you always got to check in and yeah. uh, you know see what the market value is and mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. you know are you charging you know the right amount. Yeah. It's all part of the game, man. Yeah. Um, now, uh, man, you've been dropping, you've been dropping a lot of gems, man, and we definitely appreciate that. Um, I always ask our guests uh, this question because I'm just curious to know, but like, what if you do got some things maybe more immediate down the pipeline? Um, would love to hear about those, but also kind of what do you, what's your outlook for the future? Like, what do you have like kind of those big visionary type of things that you're, that you got your eyes on? Of course, of course. No, I got, I mean, there's, there's things that I definitely, um, I felt like I should have probably did them a long time ago that I like now I'm like, all right, Mm -hmm. we're just going to do them. You know what I mean? Um, some things I probably won't even announce just because not ready to put it out there yet. Yeah, Yeah, man. You know, but no, I think, you know, coming up in the near future, definitely putting out music. Okay. Um, definitely, you know, producing, um, you know, sending out sending out some packs to to okay. people and seeing whatever happens. So I think got, part got, of it got an album coming. 
Okay. We got something coming. Okay. You know, I don't know if it's gonna be an album or just some singles. And but let me know if you need a verse, let me know. I might, might be hey, show you something. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm gonna need that intro. That's what I need. <laughs> but uh, but no, it's like you know, like I, I had. Yeah. I'm always making beats and just sitting on them, and never just yeah. felt like for whatever reason I just didn't put them out. I didn't. I didn't let people know that that's what I did. Yeah. Um, and then it's like time goes on. You're like, well, why am I not doing this? And mm. you're like, oh, maybe I'm just scared that I might actually be good or people might actually like it <laughs> yeah. or you might be scared yeah. that you're gonna fail you yeah. know what I mean and yeah. it's like just put it out yeah it might not do well yeah. but at yeah. least just get it out of your system yeah um and for me you know I before it's all said and done I want to at least be like okay I did that yeah. um I put it out there let people know what it is I'm doing and then I'm gonna go do it yeah mm -hmm. of yeah. course because yeah. you still got to follow through with it definitely um so for me, that's like one of the the main things that I want to do um, this coming year for Let's sure. Go. Is, Let's uh, go! I'm excited for that. Putting that out there, it's going down. Yes, sir. It's going yeah. down, man. And then you also got the Dope Music Festival that you'll be performing at as well, right? Yeah, coming the Dope up. Music Festival coming up. I'll be um, I'll be DJing that. Mm -hmm. um, don't have too many details on on that yet, but yeah. um, you know, if people tap in on the on the instagram and socials and stuff like that um we'll have more info yep you know Definitely. in the next the next coming weeks for sure let's go yeah sure. no, it's, that's that's gonna be fun um yeah that's right down the street right climbing pledge arena yeah that's yeah. that's the that's the brand new brand new uh, arena so looking forward to rocking that one let's and, go you know it's just yes, fun sir. just having that um that type of arena or platform where you have all these you know, people just staring at you like, all right, what you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Like, all right, we're going to do this. Let's go for a ride, <laughs> man. You know, right no, yeah. it's, it's yeah, just looking forward to that. And many more um, just opportunities coming up. Yeah. Um, the Sounder season, we're kicking off uh, February sometime. Okay. Um, so that's starting back up. And um, nah, it's just, just, yeah, just looking forward to being, you know, Taking it day by day. Come on. Um, I'm not gonna say everything's like perfect, yeah. in, you know, in my yeah. life, but um, for sure, you know, just figuring out those things that I want to, you know, make better, and just taking that time yep. to to do it. You know what I mean? Still, but still enjoy um, the things that are are worth enjoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Still enjoy the people. Mm. Um, still enjoy the family and the friends. Yep. And, you know the, the 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 relationships. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to this year and just um, you know, just just being more uh, involved in not only the things that I want to do, but hopefully if I come across some people who you know I can help, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. able to yeah. I'm able to like pour some into them as well. Let's go. Hell yeah! Bro. A lot more collaboration too. There we go. A lot more collaboration. Yes. Um, I want to do some events. I want to get back to doing events. Mm -hmm. I took some time off from that. I was kind of, I wasn't motivated. Um, I'm, I'm definitely a lot more motivated. So yeah. looking forward to doing some events, working with some, um, local and uh, national yep. promoters and some of these dope parties that are going around the city and, mm -hmm. yeah. um, across the country. Would love to collab and um. Mm -hmm you know, do some things with some people. So 
Looking forward to Future that. Future looking man. bright. Come on. Let's man. go. I mean, it's, it's going to be as bright as you make it. Come so. on. Hey. That's you a know. quote. And that's the last quote. One, one more quote for the day. Yeah. It's as bright oh, as you yeah. make it. It's as bright as you make it. It's as bright as you make it. I love it, man. Um, you did mention socials. Um, where can people follow you yeah. for those who want to tap in and stay connected to the movement and everything that's coming? Yeah, no, I definitely head to the website. Um, that's chriscarma.com, mm-hmm. and karma is spelled C H A R M A. Also, Instagram, Chris at Chris Karma. Um, Twitter at Chris Karma underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, Happen. Yeah, I mean, if you want to send me an email or something, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Telegram, to, yo. Yeah, you can, you can go to the website. Yeah, um, yeah. but no, yeah, definitely. Um, just tap in and um, just follow this journey and yes. um, yeah, man. We're excited, that's, man. That's, yeah. Now, um, what y'all got going, man? What's man? You oh, know, we're gonna be here uh, p- pushing these stories, man, and cultivating culture, yes, doing sir. it with people such as yourself, um, and then doing it for the family members, which are the listeners and viewers, obviously. But being consistent, man. Like being consistent, said. staying on the up and up. Um, but I, but I do have to ask this question. We always ask every guest this okay. question to cap off the show. So if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up, and why? Is that one word? One word. Strive. Mm. Yeah, strive. Striving. Mm. And why? Why that word? So, like, when I was a kid, I was this goes back to, like, being into music. I was listening to this uh, Jay-Z song, Anything. Mm, um, I was just bumping and it was, like, literally, like, it was, like, the last song on, like, one of the albums. I don't even, it wasn't even, like, a featured song, but it was, like, a, it, yeah. I was drawn to it. And he has a, a line in there where um, he says, strive for what you believe in, set goals, and you, you can will. achieve them. There you go. Mm-hmm. And so that, I mean, I heard that, like, you know, like high school or something like that. And I remember I even had like a, a project in English and uh, I wrote it in this project. I forget what reason, but it, I put it in there. It's like a quote that stuck out and why it stuck out to me. And I explained it. And it's still to this day. It's like, yeah, you just strive for what you believe in, man. You set those goals and you, you know, you will achieve them. So mm. that's why for me, strive is always just, it's just that word. Mm. You know what I mean? That's crazy because we were literally playing that song before you got here. Really? I swear to God. Should have played that one. Right. Man. We're going to do the intro. Post, we'll, we'll get the post production right. We're going yeah, no, to <laughs> we might have to queue up the instrumental as you're saying yeah. what you just said. Cause nah, that's 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 my song, I man. Love that. I, love that. I think it's a slept on song, but that it is just slept on. that line alone, like I'm like Yeah. I just nah, that's, that's it. Dope. That's dope, man. I think that's the first time we got that word too. Mm-hmm. So. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Well, Chris, man, um, Again, man, first and foremost, we just want to thank you, bro, for being here, sharing your time with us, um, as well as with the audience. I'll be back. Man. Hopefully, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what you on. guys do this, like, once a month or what? Uh, we we release about twice a month, but um, we yeah. definitely got some things in store to uh, more uh, sub-content and okay. outside content. Man, yes, I sir. definitely yeah. would love to come back, man. I appreciate the hospitality, the energy you guys have up mm, here. Sure, man. Um, and just your guys' platform, man. I want to give you all a round of applause, man. Thank you, man. Because thank you, man. Thank you. I've been a fan of the podcast, and I honestly was like, yo, man, am I being slept on? These guys ain't <laughs> called me up here, man. Like, what's, what's good? Uh, nah, but, you know, I, I was like, the time is going to come. Time, you know yeah, what man. I mean? Like, yeah, sir. The time is going to come, yes. and I'm glad that I'm here. And, again, just, like, congratulations to what you guys have created here. Thank you, bro. Um, and the impact you're having, man. Thank, Thank so, you, man. man. I appreciate it. means that, a lot, bro. And yeah. um, it, it's, very, it's very reciprocal, bro, because – you know, I always say this every time, but I'm like, this platform doesn't exist without people such as such as yourself and others who are out there doing the work. So, 
um, it is a collective effort, but we appreciate that, man. Oh, of course, And man. you being here, man. And, yeah, man, we wish you much success moving forward. You know you got support with us here at the Up and Up always. And with that said, I think it's safe to say DJ Chris Karma is officially a member of the Up and Up. Let's get it. Yes, sir. My dog. I'll get a picture at the uh, the, the step and repeat up yes, there. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Infamous yes. one. That's official, bro. Yeah, I need that. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, man. You're not slept on. Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the up and up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire Up and Up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the Up and Up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the Up and Up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the Up and Up. <laughs>